Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is brought to you by the Lagunitas Brewing Company's Chicago Taproom and Beer Sanctuary. Come for fresh beer, live music, killer food, Wednesdays through Sundays, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And bring your group and hop on a brewery tour seven days a week. Swing by the Lagunitas Taproom in Pilsen or find some near you at Lagunitas.com. All right, this is where we come up with the slogan. Beer. Yeast. Finger for li- your mouth. Finger looking good. <laughs> oh, no. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... Socializing with coworkers? Well, it's like work from home. Like It's like the horrible monster you become when you don't have anybody to impress. Love it. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Trin, hi. Hey. I think I'm getting sick, Jen. No, not my fault. Not my fault. It's not your fault. I'm drinking coffee. I'll be better. It'll be okay. What are your symptoms? Oh, God. Good question. Um, Lazy and not giving a fuck, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure those are symptoms for trinfluenza. Yeah, trinfluenza. I think I've got a case of that myself. Um, It's catching. I fell asleep on the couch for like 10 minutes when I was trying to like do work. And I was just like, this is not good. Just falling asleep. You shouldn't just fall asleep. Well, it depends how you slept the night before. I didn't do that well. Oh, well, that might be. You know, it. Dr. Jen is diagnosing you with a case of the sleepies. You know, I really wanted this to be more complicated than it was, but I think you're right. <laughs> I think it's just that I need to sleep more. Yeah. How are you, Jen? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I uh, I got a strep test and it's not strep. Oh, good. It's just normal Jen problems. I had uh, a couple uh, days ago, I had a sore throat so bad that my mouth started swelling up. Like what? my cheek. And I was like, I, I I, can't, I don't, this is horrible. And it was gross and weird. So I went to the doctor. I actually went to an urgent care that I've never been to before. And I would describe the physician that talked to me as a goofball. Okay. I don't need more goofballs in my life. No. I know plenty of goofballs. I don't up. usually, I don't usually need them in the doctor's office. Wait, oh, how was he goofing? Did he have like a puppet? Well, like- he came in and he's like, I just want you to know this is like the best reviewed urgent care in the neighborhood. And I was like, our neighborhood's not that big, but okay. He came in selling the urgent care and it made me feel weird. Uh, um, and I was like, you're, you were already there. Though. I know it was weird. And I was like, can we, I want to talk about me. This is about me. Yeah. Not about you. I'm paying you to talk about me and <laughs> yeah. my problems. Yeah. And you can be a goofy and competent person at the same mm-hmm. time. It is true. But it's not who I want operating on me or looking into my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so he looked into my mouth and he was like, your throat looks good. looks great. And then he like stepped back and he's like, so I don't think it's flu. And I go, wait, wait, wait. This side of my mouth is swollen. Like, I didn't say it like that. I go, I actually more timidly went, yeah, what's that thing with my mouth, though? And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to look. And oh, I was like, no. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. But we did a strep test, and it's probably not strep. You got a, a bad Patch Adams on your hands. <laughs> patch Adams. You're more a buffoon. Like it. Give me meds. Oh, that sucks. I want, I want people to take bodies very seriously. Yeah, I want you to be stone cold. Ice water in your veins. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. Maybe a little bedside manner. Mm. Maybe a little. I just want you to tell me what drugs you will give me and when those drugs will remove all of the bad from yeah. my body. Yeah. When are these germs going to get bored and go away? Mm. Well, listeners, I'm going to do the transition. I'm so... squirmy wormy. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> so cute. You're squirmy wormy. <laughs> what was wrong over there? My foot got stuck on these wires. Oh. Cut that, Ian. No, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. (laughs) 
So speaking of being home sick and being sick. Yes. These questions, again, I'm not doing great today. I'm You're doing tired. great. You stay awful. in it. Stay in it. Pretty terrible. Uh, these two askers are people who have been working from home for a while and have some questions. So let's read them. I would say Trin and I have a lot of experience with this. Yeah, we with do. working from home. Yeah, okay. me, like, I've been doing it for like a year now. I've spent the past two years of my life working from home. I'm lucky enough to have a wife that also works from home, so it's not too lonely. Matter of fact, sharing an office is one of my favorite things about our relationship. All right, take it down a notch. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a bit much. <laughs> All right. It's it's like a Tuesday in January. Yeah. Like, you can chill out with the happy. <laughs> well, tell us what's wrong yeah. already. <laughs> However, that's unfortunately coming to an end in the near future. I was laid off recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, there it is. Oh, well, <laughs> wow, that, that, it got sad quickly. <laughs> I was laid off recently, and after two long months of unemployment, I'm finally at the stage of my job hunt where offers are starting to roll in. Fortunately, most of them are going to require me to commute to an office again. While I'm excited to move to a new city and have some downtime on the train every day, I'm honestly not sure what to think of being surrounded by coworkers again. The point of this whole story here is, how do I acclimate myself with socializing for 40 hours a week? My wife and I moved across the country a year ago, and to be honest, we haven't done much in-person socializing at all besides with our roommates. I don't know how to be a normal person anymore. I have to go shopping for more than one pair of pants again. <laughs> I honestly never got too close with my coworkers in the past, and now that we're moving to a new city, I'm ready for that to change, especially after a year of living in the city and not going out pretty much ever. I'd love to make some new friends at work, and I also have no idea how I'm going to function in the office every day. I know you guys have experience with both working environments. I'd appreciate any advice you can offer. Well, the good news for you is they call it work for a reason. Yeah, they don't call it socializing. It's not fun time yeah. with your pals. It's work time. It's, it's get paid to do things you don't yeah. like to do. Yeah, yeah, it might make you feel better to know that you said you're not actually going to be socializing for 40 hours a week. You will be working with people, yeah. but you're not going to be socializing. You don't really need to be conversationally on for 40 hours a week. We don't know what your job is, but I'm sure there's times when you need to, like, put your head down, work, read, take right. notes, listen. Like, you're not going to be talking for 40 hours a week. Yeah. I, th I think really all you got to do is make sure you smell okay and that you put on pants, right? Yeah. Like, what do people do in the office? Well, I would say... Be prepared to introduce yourself. Yes. A lot. Mm -hmm. And it will feel weird to do it because you probably it's probably been a while since you've, you know, stuck out your hand and been like, hello, I'm Georgina. <laughs> Georgina? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. hello. Nice to meet yeah. you. But people will see you in the office and just assume that you were supposed to be there. Somewhere in the back of their mind, they'll be like, oh, he's like, that's Georgina for Major. I don't need to say hello. You probably will have to be the first person to say hello. So be prepared to say your name probably a few times. And all, I, this is uh, silly, but uh, try and think of three fun facts about yourself. Because when it comes to the like, corporate offices, there's a lot of like getting to know you games and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be they're like, okay, everybody, let's go around the circle and say your name, what you do, what you did before this, and a fun fact about yourself. What's your fun fact? My fun fact about myself is that one of the jobs I had out of college, I worked for a Georgian newspaper, the country Georgia, not Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember you telling me about that. That's usually my fun fact. because it's a good one. It's a pretty bland information. You can't really, like, you know, it's not personal enough that somebody's going to, like, find me on the internet because of it, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's something that's, like, interesting enough. Like, somebody could think of a follow-up question to that. Yeah. Such yeah. as, what did you report about? 
one time there was a report about how there was a new factory that opened up in Georgia that makes the <laughs> the mechanism in airport toilets that cover the whole thing with saran wrap yeah. and then move it around. And uh, I had to do this whole thing because in the interview with the guy who owned the plant, he was making wild claims. <laughs> That, like, you can absolutely get herpes from a toilet seat is things he was saying, <laughs> which is, like, extremely not true. Oh, my God. Like, so all so, you have to do is Google is fascinating. It. Yeah. So the person that was making this particular brand factory of those yeah, toilet yeah. things was also spreading lies so yeah. more people would use his... Yes. Well, that's just business, baby. It was so bizarre. And like, because so it's in, basically what happened is the articles would come to me in broken English because it was like the Georgian reporter would write it. It would get translated into something that's basically unworkable. And then I would put it together. That is so good. It was really difficult. That's a great Jen, fun, fact? fun fact. Oh, um, I usually break out the I don't have a sense of smell. But I've broken that one out many times. So I guess I'll do some other weird body fact about me, which is um, so (laughs) when I was 16, I I got my tonsils out. And the reason I got them out is because incidentally, I was getting strep throat all the time. But every time I went to the doctor or dentist or anywhere where they would look in your mouth, the doctor or physician or nurse would exclaim, those are the biggest tonsils I've ever seen. Wow. So I'm I'm like 5'2", and I was probably even shorter then. So you can imagine this little girl thing like tonsils tonsils that were like, like one doctor described them as boulders. (laughs) Anyway, they're, they're gone now. I'm Googling tonsils. I don't even know oh, what tonsils do that. look like. Ooh. Oh, okay. I won't. All I mean, right. they're not gross. Well, but, but it's like still like. They're part of the human body. They're they still can't be nasty. Great. Yeah, humans are gross. Okay, well, this is not on topic. But what is on topic is remember to be courteous, polite, and friendly. And just like, I don't know, have a few go-to stories like what Jen and I just did. It's easier when you have some kind of script in the back of back your Yeah, I think so too. Some, some, uh conversational safe harbors as they are known like stuff you can always talk about here's the thing you don't actually have to be friends with your coworkers. you don't it sounds like you kind of want to meet some new people you mentioned that a couple times and you want to and you should go easy on yourself on making friends in the workplace because some people just do not hang out with coworkers. yeah it's just yeah. not part of their social schedule like they're perfectly polite during the day but at night it's just not who they're texting so but it sounds like you do want to meet new people so even if you don't befriend your coworkers, your coworkers are good practice for meeting new people for the first few days put some extra effort in especially for the first few days like sit with people at lunch introduce yourself a lot um what what's the matter oh, oh you had a little dribble <laughs> i had a little, little coffee drill got a little drinking problem trin you're really good at meeting new people tell tell people tell this person what to do I don't even know if it's so much that I'm good at meeting new people as it is that I'm good at sussing out who secretly wants to talk to me. Oh, like you make eye contact with the quiet person. And you're like, you're yeah. my kind of weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could see something in your eyes when you're just a little bit strange, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Like, like um, I, I think an, uh, an important part of this is also just um, and remembering that everybody else has a full life outside of what exactly they're doing and that they are at your job but then also have like a like you know they're they're the hero in their own story and I know that sounds like really like basic like yeah of course I have like empathy that other people are alive sure but I think that when you work with people you start putting them into boxes like oh that's my loud coworker, that's my blank coworker, totally. like that person's way too cheesy at work and like optimistic and like you know oh go team like whatever after you've worked from home I think it's important to remember that some people have work personality you know oh, that's such a good point point. Yeah, and they like, turn it up or turn it down or 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also to be prepared for people to not like you and for you to not like them. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, like stop being excited about working again. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. But I don't want you to go into this with way too much energy. That's good because the people that you're going to meet have worked there for a long time. Yeah, they're they not are probably not going to match your energy. Yeah, they're, they're not thrilled about, like, filling out forms and... Yeah, that's why the, the onus is on you a little bit to be the one that says hello. Yeah. And then maybe back off. I think I, we mentioned this a little bit, but one thing to remember is some people just do not socialize after work. When I had a job before cards, my coworkers would go to happy hours downtown and stuff, and I would strain myself to either attend or guilt myself for not going. Like all night I'd be anxious, like, should I have gone? Did I just like mess up? Was that like a social faux pas or as I pronounce them, fox pass? <laughs> um, but I was talking to my therapist about the time and she's like, can't you just make the decision that you're not a person who hangs out after work? Like you prefer this is even before I had Mavi. Like when I had Mavi, it's like, oh, hell no, I'm going home to snuggle my dog. But this is before this is pre Mavi. But yeah, she was like, just just tell people that you prefer to go home. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like it's t I, I need to uh, go home and, and rest my face. I need to decompress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to have resting face. Well, let's talk about some hot tips for people who are getting back into the working environment. Yeah. Number one hot tip is make sure that you have very strong smelling hand sanitizer at your desk because if you fart in your cubicle, bust out that hand sanitizer and it's not as obvious as like spraying some air freshener. I think that is such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you start spraying like your perfume, it's like, whoa, holy shit. Someone right, right. just must have shit at their desk. But if you do hand sanitizer over it, it'll it'll clear the air. Also, the hand sanitizer can sub in as some like, you know, just pat on, on your shirt if you're I stinky. I did that the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally did that the other day. Oh, and and um, make a away from home like kind of like dop kit, basically. Yes, this is so important. Yeah, like you, um, when you're working at home, and we'll get into this more in this is the second question. When you work at home, you can be, you know, the disgusting human monster that you truly are. But when you work at a workplace, God help you if it's an open office plan and you usually work from home, it's hard to remember to not be disgusting. Let's talk basic hygiene here. Okay, <laughs> you need deodorant and you need to reapply it if it's hot where you are. Yeah. It's like sunscreen. Yeah. Reapply that shit. Mouthwash. Bring a mouthwash. A I personally move. keep a toothbrush in my desk. I think that that is a great move. Yeah, I love like, it. It's like, you know, if you're, like maybe you have midday popcorn, you get them kernels stuck in your yeah. tooth. Yeah. Um, what would endear you to your coworkers? Bring some candy. Yeah, Have bring some, some donuts. Be, be the, bring the weird, be the weird guy that keeps candy in your desk. <laughs> Warther's original. Uh, I think it would be so sweet of you if you brought in bagels one day for your office or something like that. I don't know if you've got money or whatever for yeah. bagels. Speaking bagel of cash. money, maybe invest in some good headphones. Yeah. If you uh, if you're not used to being around people who talk, might yes. be a good idea. Because then those headphones become the signal of, I am done talking to you now. Yeah, that's another thing. Maybe, like, try to see what the social signals of the office are. Do people interrupt when you have headphones on? Or is there a special corner you're supposed to be at when you're, like, head down and working? Like, every office is different in this way, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But also some good hot tips for new office Don't people. Don't microwave fish in the microwave. For any reason. Yeah, just no, fi no fish in the office. I'm just, just going to be bold here. Don't bring... Your fish to the office. In my last cubicle job, um, I kept an extra pair of underpants, an extra pair of socks, and a very subtle pair of slippers that I wore uh, at my desk when my feet were cold. Work slippies. Work slippies. The socks thing is such a good idea. Yeah. You ever like commuted to the office and been like, well, now my feet are cold all day. Right, because they're wet all yep, day. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's oh, the worst. And like if it, when it's hot out and your feet get all stinky, like sometimes it's just nice to change it's into. It's got to refresh those. Yeah. Those dogs are barking. All in all, 
you're going to be fine meeting new people. Like you've you've got a um, a spouse, right? Yes. They mentioned a, a partner. So you're at least socially capable enough to p- hold down a romantic partner. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably fine. But I think that what we've kind of circled in on is the more difficult part is going to be, you know, don't be too stinky. Yeah. I would say be polite, courteous, and not stinky. Yeah. Yeah. You and, got it. And check out the vibe of the office. Are people, like, on their phones a lot? Are people, like, like see how relaxed it is? And I would say, uh, uh, good luck. Good luck. Have fun. Second question. Second question. That's you. Hi, Jen and Trin. What up? Hello. I work from home, and so does my partner. It's not a big deal, usually. We have a separate room in the house that he uses as an office, and because I'm a horrible slob, I work around the house on my laptop. Usually someplace on the ground, sometimes in bed, sometimes at a table, usually with a cat on me, always in pajamas. I've worked this way for years, long before my partner moved in with me, and it works for me just fine. I have a weird schedule, and I know I guess I shouldn't, but I do, and it works for me. I wake up at 11 a.m., and I go to bed heckin' late. Again, I know this is probably bad. Here's my question. My partner is like an actual adult. He wakes up in the morning at a reasonable hour, takes a shower, and puts on, like, an outfit and does his hair. Every morning, even if he's not leaving the house. He eats a good breakfast, etc., and it makes me feel a little terrible. I know he loves me, but I assume he's walking around thinking, WTF. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm super productive, and I'm happy with where my career is. I'm not waking up late because I'm sad or sloppy. I do it because it's a thing that works for me. But I am fully aware of how it looks when I wake up at 10.55 a.m. for an 11 a.m. phone meeting, and I just yell in bed with my coworkers for an hour in the sweatpants I may or may not have worn yesterday. Is this a conversation I should have? He probably doesn't think I'm the worst. It's just probably me who thinks I am the worst, even though I don't think I'm the worst. The problem mostly is that I'm afraid that I am terrible in comparison. Should I do my hair? One time I watched Queer Eye and I got really afraid that Jonathan would come over and be disappointed in me. Help. Okay, I have some thoughts on this. First of all, Esker, I know this for a fact. I'm going to lay down some gen facts. Ready? Gen facts? You are cuter than you think you are. In, in the horrible sweatpants yeah. that they wore last night? Yeah, they're cute. Come on. You you sound like a little hardworking nerd who doesn't have time to do their hair or doesn't want to make time. And that is okay. Wear deodorant and brush your teeth. But beyond that, who, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Um, so the, I didn't mention this, but the pronouns here are she, her. But the she, hers of the world are generally raised and, and societally trained to believe that they are not OK unless they have like some kind of artifice on that. Like, you know, you're, you're walking around and uh, if you uh, don't have on like an outfit or have done your hair that you're just a walking garbage dump. But you're not a walking garbage dump. OK, you're just a weird creative who likes to wake up late. Yeah. Getting ready, uh, getting ready, ready as a she, her is a whole production. Yeah. Like I have I have like two versions of taking a shower. I have like the rinse off where I make sure I'm not stinky. Little wash behind the ear situation. Yeah, and then yeah. I have like a shower. Yeah. And that is shaving the hairy bits, washing the hair, drying the hair, styling the hair, makeup, like all this extra stuff. And like I don't do the shower shower for work. Just yeah. don't. I just I don't. And I definitely don't do it when I work from home. When I work from home, it is a lot like this situation. The other day I took my hair out of a ponytail and it stayed like that. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty greasy. That's pretty greasy. It is a bit. And then my partner works from home sometimes too. When I work from home and he doesn't, I will shower like 15 minutes before he gets home. And the only reason I do that is because I don't know what I smell like. <laughs> 
You know, like, I don't know what the situation is under the arm. So I better just, you know, better safe than sorry. Give it a little wipe down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if your partner. OK. OK. So your partner's a dude. If you put in the exact same amount of work every day that your partner put in, you would still not have put in like a quarter of the amount of work that a she her person is. Right. Yeah. Expected yeah to put exactly. In. You know, like a guy doing his hair is I mean that takes like four minutes usually At but like most. I mean yeah. I don't know what your haircut is like but I mean it's it's probably not that you can just like dunk your hair in water and like put some gel in and move on the whole like outfits thing I mean like how so how are you feeling about your outfits you know I mean like if you want to update your sweatpants you know, get some that say juicy on the ass or something like that. I mean, maybe that'll make you feel okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would say you should make changes if you think they'll make you feel better. Yeah. 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 And it sounds like you're comfortable in your habits. So what if you just upgrade your habits a little bit? So maybe change your sweatpants before you go to bed and wear a fresh pair in the next day. Mm-hmm. I think that's a small change. Might yeah. make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe don't wear pajamas uh, when you work wear day jammas day jammies what I like to call them night slippies day slippies exactly they're two different sets and i mean not everybody can afford you know two different sets of loungewear but fun fact about maria kondo oh yeah is that she owns a shit ton of loungewear and pajamas because that's what she likes and, and owns far less going out clothes because what sparks joy for her is pajama pants. That's awesome. You could be that way. It could be that you have a lot of loungewear that you use to be comfortable when you are working at home. And that is okay. You don't need to shame. That's the thing is I think that the shame is coming from inside the house. Yeah, I think so too. And I get it. I get it. I see working from home as like this really nice way to relax. But before I worked at Cards, I did it every single day. So I'm reading this question. I see two areas here. I see the appearance thing that's bothering them. And I think that is totally uh, valid, but also a bummer because I'm sure you're lovely. But the second part is the, the sleeping habits. So I wonder if when I wake up and when I roll out of bed and get to a meeting five minutes beforehand, I spend the rest of the day feeling off. And I'm not saying you need to change that because it sounds like it's working for you. It sounds like you're really productive. But would it make you feel a little bit better if you got up at 1030 instead of 11? Right, right, right. Just something to think about. Switching your sleeping habits is so fucking hard. It's the worst. So if you do do that, uh, do it incrementally. Like give yourself a reason to get up at 1045 or 1030 or 1015 a little bit earlier every day if you think it'll make you feel better. I just Googled what time do humans normally wake up and go to bed. I'm so curious about this busting the eight hours sleep oh you should it said this is now you should wake up in the middle of the night you know what i don't i think the science is out on this one yeah yeah i don't think so yeah no jen i think that that's good like i mean you don't seem like you're in a place where you need to overhaul your entire life we're not saying that you need to wake up and do your makeup and you know shave your abdomen every morning i think all you need to do to feel a little bit better is one stop comparing yourself to a man yeah the contrast there i know is upsetting if right. you were by yourself i don't think you'd be writing in this question yeah no I it's don't just think so the part your partner seems like they're more put together than you and i do think it might be worth bringing that up just so you can hear your partner say no i don't care i love you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like sometimes you say things because you want to hear some love and support totally okay Yeah, you sound like um, a bit of a swamp queen. Been there. So I... (laughs) Love you, swamp queen. So my my alter ego is the swamp queen. (laughs) And the swamp queen reappears every now and again, usually when my partner goes out of town, but sometimes when he's around. Yeah. You know. Uh, For me, it's definitely... Yeah, same thing. When when he's out of town, it's like I order 
the most disgusting food. Yes. And I eat it in my little shame corner. Yes. And I love the hell out of it. So like I, uh, so Connell will leave and I'll microwave a bag of broccoli, throw it in a popcorn bowl. What? Uh, oh, wait, with popcorn? No, no, no. I just oh, like, like a, a big popcorn bowl. bowl. Got it. Yeah, like so we have you know normal size cereal bowls. Yeah. That's not a big no, enough bowl. No, it's not. Not for, for trend size broccoli. Not for my broccoli needs and desires. So like I'll be eating my broccoli pantsless Winnie the Pooh situation with the shirt. Oh, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> and like watching all the television that like he'll never want to watch with me, like Crazy Ex Girlfriend yep, and stuff, yep. and just like being disgusting. But here's the thing: like that is a natural part of who I am. Yeah. The lizard brain inside of me wants to shed all of these human societal affectations of putting on clothes that match. What? Well, what's that about? Putting on rouge? I don't need lip liner. (laughs) You know, like uh, there there is something I think maybe within most people or everyone that's like, let me get back to the swamp from whence I came. Exactly. That's actually a really important part of of me, of my personality. I would not be able to like function in society if I didn't have some serious decompression downtime. And that means pajamas, a bottle of wine, ordering two different kinds of junk food. Like it's just it's like a whole it's a whole situation. And I need that. I need that. Yeah. There's this incredible comic by Ruby Etc. So Ruby ETC, where there's this woman who walks into her apartment, closes the door, and then unzips, unzips her entire <laughs> body and face and everything. Pretty much. And yeah. then sheds her skin and out pops a lizard that's her true form. And that is how I feel. So yeah, it sounds like you just you just have a way that works for you. And like maybe, you know, you don't want Beyonce visiting your house. Like you don't want like to have the president to stop by, you know, while you're in this mode or whatever. Yeah. But like it's you. We had the day off of work yesterday and I read Michelle Obama's book in like a couple installments. It was a wonderful read, teared up a lot, but I definitely felt like a lazy sack sack of shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like she's she's one of those exceptional hardworking, every single day, 6 a.m. pantsuit kind of person. Like, and that's it, not who and you that are. that is just not who I am. And I remember I was a, I had some friends my senior year of college that were like that, that were very much like 7 a.m. workout, 7.30 dinner, healthy breakfast, 8 a.m. class, 9 a.m. library. And like, I just can't, I can't. I thought there was something seriously wrong with me that I couldn't that I couldn't adhere to this, the same schedule every single day. It turns out there's something is wrong with me, but it's unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I just function and I'm I'm a productive and hardworking person. I just can't function the same way they do. And I feel a kinship with the asker for this. I feel like I am somewhere in between the partner and the asker here. I can't believe that this partner makes breakfast every day. That's incredible. Like I love food and I cannot I cannot bring myself to do breakfast. That is some next level adult shit. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're a person who eats eggs, it might be easier. Yeah. Just oh, because, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's easy, right? You just yeah. throw it into a pan and you cook it and then you put it in your mouth. I eat eggs and I've never done that. I don't know. Yeah. I just grab like, like I need whatever calories I can have as I'm drinking black coffee because I don't want my stomach and meds to revolt. That's literally. What, so this morning I was like, you know, when you look at everything, all the food in your house and you're like, all of this, none of this pleases me. Yes. Um, <laughs> this displeases her. Right. <laughs> literally, I just ate three super stale Triscuits yep. for breakfast. Because you like, need the calories. This is what it's, yep. it is today. Yep, yep. So, OK, so let's let's break down what we've got so far. OK, one. We feel that the she, her asker is unfairly comparing herself to the he, him partner. There's just so much more return for any effort you put into your appearance as a yeah, man. Seriously. <laughs> Whereas with a woman, God, like you're just expecting so much. Yeah. So, so first, stop that. 
two, if you want to start doing something new with your clothes that isn't uh, like a like, you know, wearing biz cash, you can just get like a matching sweat outfit or something like that, or at least change your clothes slightly more often. You know, like we're not going to judge you for this, dude, but like maybe you'll feel better if you have a T-shirt that matches your pink, juicy sweatpants. Can you imagine being someone who works from home and like wears a pantsuit? A hundred percent. I can imagine that. You I know can? that there are people who do that. That is like a pantsuit. Yeah, suit. yeah. I know people do that. Wow. Yeah, they're old, but and they heels, do it. Pearls, red mm. lipstick. You know, I don't know about the heels. I don't yeah. think anybody wears heels around yeah. the house. I feel more productive when I am dressed, but not always. I don't know. I just can't imagine being like, all right, I'm gonna put my blazer on and go sit on the couch for eight hours. I just need like something clean. Yeah, something okay. clean. Yeah. yeah, something clean and like and, and then I feel like so it's so okay. It's because it's so winter right now. Oh, it is deep, horrible winter. Yeah, and uh, it is extra winter right now in Chicago. So listen up, every you're going to be listening to this podcast episode way after this warning will actually be necessary, but it's fine. So everything in Chicago melted a little bit this afternoon, and then two hours later refroze. So the whole place is an ice rink. Yeah, it is. It is unsafe and bad. And no one should go anywhere or do anything, in my opinion. But winter makes you want to burrow into your home and never leave. You're nesting. You're and ne- Allow yourself a little you nest. You want to hibernate. And that's okay. And I looked around my apartment this weekend and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, it just got so messy <laughs> just like over time. And yeah. I'm not... Well, my bedroom is always messy. Like, that's just that's just like where I hide all my anxiety. But even my rest, like every room in my house, there was like mess here, mess here. What, what happened? Oh, I know what happened. It's January. Yeah, yeah. Askar, I think you might be getting overwhelmed with the uh, the hibernation signals that are both coming from you and from the winter. Yep. Um, so I, if you are going to experiment at any time of year with putting in a little more effort to your day-to-day, I think now is a really good time just because you'll probably be feeling sluggish for other reasons. That's really true. I certainly am. Also, why the hell is your partner not also making you breakfast? Oh, nice read on that. Um, okay, listen, like I, I, people can do whatever they want. Okay. I'm not gonna be mad at you or whatever. But if he's like getting up and like making himself like some tasty hash browns and not making any for you, I feel like that's a waste of um, kitchen heat. It's like you, if you're going to ha- heat up a pan, cook do for the everyone. Thing. Yeah. Do whatever. To make him feed you. All right. What Agreed. else? Um, maybe just once a week work from a coffee shop. That's a really good idea. Yeah, just to just, mix it up. Just mix it up. I, I can't work from my office every single day and I like my office but I still need to like the other day I worked from a bar like mm-hmm. or I work from my bed or a different place in the office like you got to mix it up it's good it's good for your your focus and it makes you change up your appearance a little bit you could certainly still wear sweats but yeah. you might wear new sweats there you go yeah like I, I think you made really clear here that your partner's not shaming you I think you made really clear that you feel that you would feel fine with your schedule and your day to day if you were not comparing yourself to other people. But and, and it also sounds like you've been working this way for years, long before your partner moved in with you. So it's been working. So you don't need to change too much. But we encourage you to go out of your comfort zone a little bit because that's where reward is. You know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Maybe you will find that if you are you feel like your ass looks smoking hot in those, you know, forever 21 tights you've been wearing maybe you'll do better at work who knows but I I think that you don't have a problem you have an opportunity oh I love it Trin I'm doing finger guns Trin Trin turned it up you did great Jen I think you parked me up 
throughout this this conversation. Me? Little old me? So before we were recording, I was just like, I'm so sleepy. I'm so bad. And Jen's like, you're going to be good. And now I'm like, maybe I did. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I am tired, though. Should we end this? I suppose. I feel like our askers have not received the full brunt of our advice bat. Maybe the advice they want is inside them all along. You know, last week when we did... um, we did those questions for the two askers that we kind of we lovingly little, roasted. We yeah. gave them a little, a little, little, sp- little spanking. <laughs> Have not heard back from them. <laughs> I really want to hear back I know. from them too. We hear when we answer questions, we do hear back from people a lot that either they say thank you or you got this right, but I should have clarified this. Like people just give us a little update. I have not heard back from those. Like our general goal is that the askers will always get like a mixed bag at least. Right. Like something they can choose from that's useful. Right. I hope we completely miss the marks. (laughs) I really, I really want somebody to email us like, you're 100% wrong. Yeah, that's fine. I want like a dramatic email that I can read. That'd be great. I can fake one. Um, if <laughs> if you uh, received advice from us in the past and uh, you want to tell us for real how you feel, but then break down into like a yelling letter so I could read it on air, that's also fine. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. You can follow us on Twitter if you want at Do Friendship. You can go look at our stuff if you'd like at uh, friendshipingpodcast.com. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for our uh, beautiful looking design work. Thank you to Mollis. Mollis? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds like it could be a sci-fi name. Thank you to Mollis Bullis. <laughs> Thank you to Molly Lewis for our theme song. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. She actually was in here making the studio thank work you, earlier Alex. today. Thank you, Alex. Uh, and thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Thank you, friendship.